Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Proudly Canadian and making Canada proud. This is The Roy Green Show. We are having some difficulty with our signal. Some stations are, uh, I guess, in and out, and we apologize for that. Working on it as best we can, get it covered uh, as quickly as we possibly can. My number is 800-263-2428. Doug Ford is the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario. Christine Elliott uh, issued a statement last night, uh, this evening. Our campaign was made aware of serious irregularities with respect to this leadership race, What we do know, Christine Elliott has won the popular vote, has won the majority of writings of the approximately 12,000 points that are included in the final calculations. There are fewer than 150 points difference between the two candidates. The point is, as uh, Alex Pearson and Tasha Carradine said, the point is, it's over. And now the appropriate thing for Ms. Elliott to do is to step aside and let the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario get at the task of dealing with Kathleen Wynne's liberals. That's what's important. That's what has to be accomplished. And I was just looking at a tweet from, uh, from Kathleen Wynne, and it has, of course, disappeared. Um, here's another one. She's sending out a bunch of them. Uh, I'm confident that if we stay focused on who we're fighting for, people across Ontario who are caring for each other every day, and need a government that will stand behind them, we'll earn the opportunity to keep building in Ontario where together we care. Premier, are you even remotely aware of the mess you've created? Are you even remotely aware of the multiples of billions of dollars of debt you've created for the Canadians you care about? You know, like the ones who weren't able to pay for their electricity because of your plans and schemes that the Auditor General told you about and challenged? No, I don't think you're going to get another chance. Have a look at your polling numbers. 800-263-2428, my number. Are you better off with a Doug Ford or a Kathleen Wynne? Are you better off with a populist politician than with the elitist politicians? And they are. 800-263-2428 is the number. We'll see what we can do and get uh, get along with our with our signal as best we can for the time being in Toronto. Here's Rob. Hi, Rob. Yeah, hello, Roy. Uh, anybody who would uh, choose Kathleen Wynne as the right person to, to, to vote for is completely out of touch with reality. I, I think uh, no, Doug Ford's going to win by as big a landslide as Mike Harris did in 1995 because there's that much uh, of a, of a d- demand for, for someone who's really going to uh, cut spending and taxes and get, get, the, get the economy back and back in proper order. So you have that you have that level of confidence in Mr. Ford. I appreciate the call. 800-263-2428. Populist politicians or the same old, same old. Using the big words that we don't understand in combinations that we have trouble with versus somebody who speaks plainly and simply and in a manner that we all agree we can make sense of. 
And my friend I spoke with, or at least chatted emails with last night, who's really a a very strong left winger, was very complimentary about Doug Ford. I feel like I know the guy. I could invite him to my barbecue at my house, and we could talk about politics and and have some fun and talk about sports and other stuff. I have to find that other quote from, or at least the tweet from Kathleen Wynne. Tom is in Sutton, Ontario. How are you, Tom? Hi, Roy. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. I just want to say um, Doug Ford is a godsend. He really is, and he is my leader. He was, I picked him first. I believe he's the man for the job. You know why, Roy? Because I can trust him. I trust him. He's for the people. He cares about the people. That's the main thing. Kathleen Wynne, I don't know how she looks in the mirror every day and, and, and sees what she's done to this province. She's going to lose, and she better lose. I can't wait for June the 7th. And I, I salute Doug Ford, and he's my man, Roy. Okay, here's one question for you. Now, it's often been said that politicians will tell you one thing before they're elected. They'll make promises during an election campaign. But when they're elected, they forget the promises, and they're not the people we elected. You have no, clearly, hold on, you have, what's your sense about Doug Ford? Does he change after he's elected? Not a chance, Roy. I trust that man. Uh, I, I trust him implicitly. What he says he will do, he will do. And he's a man that can be trusted beyond any politician that ever worked in this country. I've always liked him instinctively. And I love the man, Roy. When I've, uh, when I've sent him a, a text message, I hear back from him like virtually immediately. When we ask him to come on the show, he does it. Now, I did ask last night, and uh, I guess they're not able to do it because I'm probably getting some sleep. But uh, Mr. Ford, Doug, if you're listening, you know the number. Give us a shout. Tom, I thank you for the call from Sutton, Ontario. Let's go to Aaron in Winnipeg. Hi, Aaron. Hey, good morning. Um, I, I haven't been keeping too much up to date on the, the whole Ford camp in, uh, in Toronto, but I, I'm definitely a Ford supporter. But this goes well beyond, uh, you know, a populist movement there. This is becoming a very worldwide populist movement. People are getting kind of sick and tired of, uh, of the elitists and the globalists, and they're, they're starting to stand up and push back for, uh, for their rights on, on these matters. And rightly so. And next hour, we're going to be talking about the fact, and I've brought this up on a number of occasions. I don't know how many other people in media do, but I've brought it up on a number of occasions. When we hear from Justin Trudeau, we can do better, we must do better. When we get the messages that people who disagree with government policies and initiatives somehow are racist, I am so sick and tired of that. Because when when these politicians are talking about racists, they're pointing the finger at white Canadians. And they haven't got the guts to follow up and at least tell uh, all of us who they're pointing the finger at. And there was a situation in, uh, in Ottawa with Maxime Bernier and uh, the immigration minister and a liberal MP who told Bernier to park his privilege and sit down. We're going to get into that in the next hour. I think it's another area, Aaron, where people are just fed up. I don't think there is white privilege. You, you ask all sorts of people who are not white, and they can't even tell you what white privilege is. I mean, granted, there might be some small instances, but uh, if, if it is, it's someone who is just genuinely racist and viewing it in a different in a different form. Do you uh, feel Do you feel that your privilege simply be? I don't know if your skin is white. I should ask you first. <laughs> yeah, I'm white. <laughs> okay. Do you feel that there's some sort of inherent societal 
privilege that is extended to you because your skin is white? I, honestly, I think it's honestly the opposite. Um, it, I, I don't get you know, judged or anything. I don't feel. I, I don't feel there's places I can't go because I'm white or, or doors that get open to me because I'm white, but I definitely know there are doors that get closed because I'm a white male. Uh, it, any job application, you check off that mark uh, that says you're a minority, you've automatically you know, risen up a few ranks in the hiring process. Um, so I, I feel I genuinely get you know, uh, prejudiced against in that regard. Now, do you believe when, uh, we really should be talking about this next hour, and we will, but when we hear the code words from the politicians like Trudeau saying we can do better, we must do better, and he's suggesting clearly, as uh, Premier Wynne did and as Cuillard did in, uh, in uh, Quebec, that there must be some sort of racist component that's starting to surface when, you, when Canadians question the, uh, the security clearances for Syrian refugees. Yeah. Uh, do you feel that they, were, that they were pointing at white, at Caucasian Canadians, yes or no? Yes, just because that would be the majority of what the Canadian population okay. is. All right, Aaron, thank you for the call. Let's talk to Gerard in Edmonton. How are you, Gerard? I'm doing fine. You? Good, sir. Please go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going to be uh, talking. Like, your next hour stuff is kind of what I'm going to be leaning towards just because of your comments on Trudeau. Um, you know, I'm traditionally uh, more left-leaning, and, uh, you know, I didn't vote for Trudeau in the last election. Um, you know, I usually go more on the NDP route, but uh, I kind of have to agree with this whole idea of populist versus elitist that, uh, you know, we, I think the majority of Canadians, the majority of society in general, is just kind of tired of these politicians that sort of feel like they deserve the position. You know, being from Alberta, um, you know, we're traditionally conservative, but, you know, we do, as all Canadians do, appreciate kind of like the hardworking nature and, you know, we want to see the effort, whereas, you know, Trudeau and a lot of these people uh, who have this elitist nature don't really, you don't really see the work. You don't really feel like that there's an impact being made. And whereas, So let me ask you, Gerard, let me ask you a quick question because we have to take a break. Uh, yeah. do, could you see yourself voting conservative if a populist were running in the election you'd be voting on? As of today, absolutely. And you normally would consider yourself to be closer to the left of the spectrum? Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Gerard. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. When we come back, the murder attempt in uh, the UK of a former Russian spy. We'll be talking to Yuri Felstinsky, who's co-author on... Uh, Blowing Up Russia, the book that is banned in Russia, Alexander Litvinenko, was himself murdered by a, a Russian agent in London in the UK. So um, Yuri Felstinsky will be joining us and talk about the situation with Sergei Kripal, an officer, ex-officer of the Russian Military Intelligence Agency. He was convicted of high treason and had been part of a spy swap of 10 for 1. So, Yuri um, Felstinsky on, on this almost bad side 007 story when we come back. <laughs> 